At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Conquer the competition for cash with the Northman Clash on the Ice Challenge. Join two free to play pools and compete for your share of ten thousand in total cash prizes with your hockey predictions. Head to DraftKings.com slash the Northman now to join the action. The Northman in theaters April twenty second. Terms and conditions apply. DraftKings.com for details, the Chicago legend Mike North joins us now at North to North on Twitter podcast, The Odds Couple, and ESPN 1000 Chicago host. We got a lot to get to, my friend. It's uh, you, you got to come out and visit soon. I mean, enough's enough. Let's go get some seafood. We're going to go over to Joe Stone Crab. We're unfortunate enough to be an investor with the great Rich Melman and the lettuce people. They're going to be adding uh, uh, some more seats. The place is jammed every night. Uh, and when I come in, uh, Matt, uh, we'll have to get a bun for you. I guess you'll eat the steak with a with a bun. <laughs> and then, of course, Paulie will actually have some food that's uh, edible. But, I mean, I, I think the most shocking part about the show was when Mitch and, and Paulie said they didn't like mayonnaise. And, uh, you know, I'd never gotten over that one. I, I don't know where you stand on that, Matt. But, you know, I found that very uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. Actually, I love mayonnaise. I can't believe those guys took that stand. I. I love, no, you know, I love Miracle Whip. I love Miracle Whip. Oh, come on. Well, I don't understand that either. That's like near beer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. but what's, funny about, what's funny about Paulie and Mitch is they'll say, well, I don't like mayonnaise, but did you have that uh, that uh, sushi with the uh, panther urine? Whoa, is that fantastic? <laughs> wow. So, you know, I, I don't get it. I never tried that sushi. <laughs> Never, never try yeah, that. Never will. I, I, you fish with it. Mike, I, uh, I want to I, I ask you. I love Joe's, the restaurant you're talking about. I hate the Nets. How unlikable are the oh Nets right God. now with Ben Simmons and Kyrie and all this nonsense? Well, first of all, I think it's a shame. We have a weak commissioner in the NBA. David Stern would have never uh, yeah, put up fair. with this crap. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I mean, this is just a joke. It's just unbelievable. you got to be stronger. You can't have your superstars showing up when they want to. Uh, you know, you don't know. I heard you guys talking about Kawhi Leonard. There's no word about him. I mean, it's like the guy just disappeared from the earth. Uh, you just the NBA is taking a downturn. There's a lot of superstars that are not likable. Uh, where all the superstars back in the day were likable. I mean, you know, you didn't have them giving you the finger. You didn't have them. I mean, I heard Barkley and Shaq talk last night for Kyrie Irving to grow some. I mean, you got to be able to take that kind of heat. I mean, Robin Ficker used to stand behind the bench yes. when the Wizards went and, and just used to berate 
Jordan and Pippen. And you know what they did? They went out and shut everybody up. So it's just a bad product right now. Let me tell you, when you have the Dallas Mavericks on cable and on ABC on a Saturday at noon, women's gymnastics is on in Chicago, the number two market, you got a problem. Well, I'm not saying when he played, but I'm saying now. Kyrie reminds me of Pippen. It's like, why, why are you lashing out? Why are you so angry? Like you're like you have a good life. What do you have to be unhappy about? And why are you so sensitive? I don't I don't know what's happened to Pippen, and I don't understand Kyrie's problem. But to your point about the commissioner, you can't you can't have superstars nope. giving fans paying customers the middle finger and tell them to bleep off and, and and the other business which we said at halftime, which I can't repeat on air. It's just a, a bad product right now where, like I said, I mean, uh, you know, half the country at least, and I know in Chicago, we can't stand LeBron. Uh, he's a vocal guy. I think the play-in stuff is nonsense. It was better when there was eight teams in each division or in each conference playing. It gave the regular season some moxie. I mean, we're talking about New Orleans being under 500. I mean, it's a joke. You should not be able to be in any playoffs in America or even the communist black countries <laughs> if you don't have a 500 record or better, period. What's, uh, what's the, t- what's the uh, thought process there about uh, Chicago and the fans? They had a good year. The injuries caught up with them, and they hung in there in game one. L- L- the shot selection by Levine at times is atrocious, and, and v- v- uh, Vucevic missed some, uh, some gimmies. But what do you think about mm-hmm. the Bulls' chances in the series and if they can, can make it a competitive series? Well, I've been down this road with Jordan, and I think you guys can identify with this. Many times, teams walked in with the better two, three, four, and five players. But there was one guy stopping them, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. The number one player was better than their number one player, and he was so good, you know what, that he got it done. That's the way I feel about Giannis. I think the Bulls, two, three, four, five, can match up with the Bucks, and they did yesterday pretty good. Giannis, when he would go off the court, they'd start the game, but then he came back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeRozan, Vukovic, and and Levine cannot go 20 for 70 and, and, and only lose by single digits. Sure. I mean, if they have any kind of shooting. Like, but Levine, mentally, his game is uh, subpar. Physically, it's above par. Mm-hmm. And he takes dumb shots, yep. turns off the ball, turns over the ball at, at, at inopportune times. The uh, Bulls outscored the Bucks fifty to forty in the middle of two quarters yesterday, and I thought bounced mm-hmm. back from that poor start. Mike, will the Bulls mm-hmm. get a game? Will they get at least one game? Could they get two games in this series, or or no? What do you think? I think they could get one game, Matt. Okay. I really do. I saw uh, what they tried to do yesterday: double team Giannis, let the other guys beat you. I mean, some horrible calls. I mean, the Middleton uh, charge call. I mean, where he just stepped in at the last second when the Bulls are down five late in the game. I mean, that was just a horrible call. The referees still control how a lot of these. I mean, Giannis had five fouls for like two hours, and he must have fouled (laughs) three or four more times. So, I mean, it's just a joke the way the officials treat the game. The superstars have always gotten the calls, except, uh, you know, back in the 80s and the 90s. I mean, uh, you guys were talking about Trey Young. Trey Young in the 80s and 90s comes off the bench for 15 minutes and he averages 8 to 10 points a game because you had a hand on – I never saw Jordan without a hand on him back with the hand check rule. Mm. And the hand check rule, when they took that away, changed the whole game of basketball plus the three-point shot. So uh, it, the game is just a different game now. You're seeing – but it was, it was gratifying to see a lot of unders come in yeah, uh, for this because uh, it still goes to show you – I heard Kendall Gill – who does a, a good job of analyzing uh, in Chicago, former pro say that, and this is amazing. He says most NBA players turn it up 30% when the playoffs start. So that means there's a lot of lollygagging, a lot of open shots during the season, a lot of guys getting opportune tops. They're not playing defense up to the optimum. Players are not playing when they're supposed to play. They're not showing up. Uh, superstars sit on the bench for like six days and, you know, with, uh, with, uh, supposed COVID situation or something like that. But that was astounding to me that he says that's how much they kick it up, 30% now. Well, you also had a lot of people, that had a, teams that had a week off, too. Uh, that, and you saw the run with the uh, unders coming in right off the bat. Uh, what's the feeling there with baseball and, and then the White Sox? And we know about the offense, but the pitching's off to a great start. If you think it's just a matter of time before they run and hide in the Central. 
Yeah, they're going to run and hide, uh, Paul. They're just they're just too uh, dominant. While the rest of the league isn't, you know, I took uh, I took Detroit under. I thought last year they they put it together pretty well, but they're starting to have injury problems. Minnesota is not impressing me. Boston uh, having their way with them, so to speak, so far early. Um, I took under Detroit. I took uh, over Tampa Bay. I took over Cubs. The Cubs, um, if they can get one more guy in the bullpen, I mean, I think it was a wake-up call. I know it's early. But when they beat Milwaukee two out of three Mm -hmm. to start the season, and you're seeing uh, Ross now with his own team, he couldn't tell Rizzo what to do, couldn't tell Baez what to do, couldn't tell Bryant what to do. I mean, Rizzo last year jogged the first base on the ground ball. He could have beat out. He wasn't going to tell him anything because they're the reason he's actually the manager of the team. They prepped him up. They liked him, but they became a country club under him. And I see Rizzo, for instance, with the Yankees. He's lost 20 pounds. So, you know, a change of scenery doing everybody good, including the Cubs. And I'd like to see them as a, as a minor surprise in baseball this year because I don't think that division's all that. It's not. Well, no. The, well, the Brewers have been a disappointment so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, yeah. but I think. They were going to win 100 games, but... Uh, yeah, you have two really bad yes. teams at the That's bottom, true. too. That's true. Uh, so, uh, you have your, your tickets ready? You think the Steelers go to the playoffs with your guy at quarterback now? Well, I mean, so far, I've won the argument. The only two guys that have been right about Trubisky are me and Mike Tomlin. Uh, but <laughs> but the bottom line is everybody's against them. Uh, uh, you know, the media here in Chicago, who basically buried a story in 2019 when Trubisky said to Nagy, I'd like to meet with you. I think we can even get better. I think that uh, you could utilize me more in a certain fashion. Nagy said, I'll meet you. He never showed up. Never showed up to the meeting. It was a buried story for two years. So, And this guy ends up getting a job with Kansas City on a soft mattress after he tried to sabotage this career. I mean, it's amazing to me that Sam Darnold is still a, a topic uh, because the New York media loves him. He's got that USC pedigree. pedigree but you get Mitch Trubisky, who would be – the best quarterback coming out of the draft this year. He's only played three and a half years. He got a lot of rest under Nagy when they tried to sabotage him with balls. And you got a guy for seven million bucks, and somebody said he's a bridge quarterback. I said, okay. No, Mason Rudolph was going to be the bridge quarterback until the fans and uh, some other commentators got up in arms about it. They went out and got Mitch for seven million dollars. I think that's a great, great buy for them because he's got a team. Don't forget, he went twenty nine and twenty one. With mm-hmm. Montgomery at running back, Trey Burton at tight end, Allen Robinson at his main receiver, and no offensive line. So I'm looking forward that he's actually playing for a pretty good football team and the best, maybe the best organization in sports. Oh, it's risky. Mm-hmm. A pretty good win loss record, TD interception numbers, and uh, all he did all that with a buffoon as a head coach. That's fair. Yes, right. absolutely. That was, yeah, and you I know what? Yeah. I mean, Pete. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but, you know, I hear you talk about a lot of the mainstream media. They're wired in with the Bears. And whatever the Bears say, go, especially the media here in Chicago. I mean, if you write against the Bears in Chicago, they'll figure out a way to get you off that beat. Uh, that's just the way it is. And so, I mean, I, I want you to look up, guys, when you get a little time, Trubisky's second year. This will be Field's second year. You better take the under because Trubisky oh. had a fantastic season in 2018. Fantastic. Great to talk to you, Mike. Come visit soon. Appreciate it. No problem. We're going out to dinner. Love you guys. North to North on Twitter. Mike North Chicago legend. Odds couple the podcast. Win, lose, in pocket, straight ahead. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Eclectic mix as always. Jordan Spieth wins the Heritage 40 to 1. Ronaldo to have a hat trick 10 to 1. That cash and man use win. Brighton was 5 to 1. They shut out Tottenham. Southampton 3-1, likewise, over Arsenal. Buzzer beater in the Celtics-Net series. Yes, cash it after one game. 7-1, that paid. Unders Saturday in MLB went 10-4-1. And, and the historic run continues in the NHL. Saturday, NHL favorites went 14-0. The $100 parlay paid 33000 The average uh, price uh, was two thirty-seven. Favorites have not lost in three days. A streak of 22 consecutive wins. It began Friday. He had the 14-0 yes, a Saturday, and then 6-0 or 5-0 Sunday, as David Purdom writes, ESPN. Some books closed Sabres, Flyers at Pickham. Others had Buffalo the favorite. But uh, in any event, 22, 22 in a row favorites in hockey. I cannot believe this. And you look, look what the prices are tonight. Chicago, excuse me. Calgary's $3 in Chicago. Avalanche are $2. The, the Knights are $3 at home against the Devils. Carolina's $3.50 in Arizona. And they got $1.15 with Seattle and nine Dallas. This is nuts. UFC, uh, UFC, Clark to win in round three, 15 to one. Garcia by submission, eight to one. And to win in round two, 10 to one. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos. And always uh, look at some of these tweets. Elephants today. Good mix. Elephants crossing the road. Okay? Big herd. A lot of them. Right? Now, right at the end here, the elephant gives a little uh, wave to the car about, hey, really appreciate it. Thanks for letting us pass. It means a lot. You see the nod? Agree with that. Thank you. There you go. And on we go. Elephants have great, mem- have, uh, great memories and also very, uh, very intelligent animals. How about this? This uh, sent to us from Harry B., a viewer of the show. Fun fact here, Paul, about an elephant. At the Audubon Park Zoo in New Orleans, who was adopted by a wealthy guy there. He, uh, this, this wealthy um, guy who adopted the elephant, yeah. feeds it 50 Whoppers a day. Oh, come on. From Burger King. 50 Whoppers a day. When he shows up with the Whoppers, the elephant comes running towards him. To eat it. <laughs> come on. Yeah, 50 Whoppers <laughs> a day. How would you like to be that elephant? You love <laughs> the Whopper. I, huh? Yeah, big fan. Yeah, Absolutely. I do, too. That is tough. The underrated fries, too. Look at this guy having a good time. That's excellent. Lose some heat hawks over. 215 up to 220. No good there. Lose some. Head on a swivel. Always, especially when you're running with the Bulls. And he thinks this, uh, he, he, he dodged this one. <laughs> he doesn't know where he is. Runs away. Doesn't see the other one coming and gets late. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, that's what you, come on. You sign up for that. I mean, that's, you mess with the Bull, you get the horns. That's ridiculous. Bill Simmons tweet, tough uh, season in the NBA for the L.A. teams. 
L.A. NBA team spent a combined $420 million this season, including the luxury tax. Neither made the playoffs. My God. Bad beats. I forgot this the first time. Warriors Nuggets under. 224 or 225. 73 points scored in the fourth quarter. 123-107 Warriors. That was ridiculous. Brentford-Watford under two and a half and a draw. Goal in the 95th minute. And Newcastle-Leicester City under two and a half. Goal in the 94th minute. Some of the bad beats from the weekend. Win some, lose some. Presented by BetRivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. All right, let's do it. Time for In Pocket. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. All right. I'm, uh, I'm, st- I'm going with Colorado tonight to win in regulation at home. Mm-hmm. Where did I put it now? Avalanche are on a 47-4-4 run at home. This is ridiculous. And some, now, our guys in Denver are saying they're going to run right through the West. Other people are saying, I've seen this movie before. Sure. But two things here. A sick home run for Colorado, a good price, and the Capitals clinched yesterday as a result of the Islanders' loss. So the haze in the barn there, too. We got that. Remember, we were said that that was a misprice, totally off. Bad number on the Islanders when they had the uh, bad start to the season. They were out of it. So you could have laid $1.50 on the no to miss the playoffs. That's official now. But the Capitals feeling good about themselves. They know they're in the playoffs. Maybe had some cocktails to celebrate. And you're going against this freight train who's on a 47-4-4 home run. I'll leave the dollar twenty. That's Colorado to win in regulation tonight. Cavs to miss the playoffs. Cash that ticket plus one seventy. Uh, Grizzlies to win the West twelve to one. Of course, uh, favorites are uh, what thirteen and one so far, straight up with the counting the play-in games. And there's your loser with Memphis. Horrible job. Adams cannot play. Most improved pool eight to one. That's a loser. I didn't even not even a finalist. I can't believe it. Not even one of the three finalists. That was surprising. No. Jazz minus it's a bet Rivers. Jazz to uh minus one and a half games in the series against the Mavs, minus one sixty. I'm gonna call that good. I think they're gonna win tonight too, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be a gentleman's sweep. It's unfortunate the news with uh Luca. Over two and a half quarterbacks to go in the first round. Uh minus two twenty. That's gone up. Thibodeau under five and a half for his draft spot as well. I, my, my, I don't know where he goes. He goes two. I don't know, but I don't think he gets past the Jets at number four. Yeah, I think Thibodeau from Oregon is probably going to go somewhere between two and five. I guess he could slip to seven. I don't think he will. I kind of like that play, too, under five and a half. Uh, I've got the NFL draft prop on wide receivers over five and a half, uh-huh. minus 165. That's up to minus 240 or higher at some spots now. How about this story reported by ESPN this morning? that we know it's been an off-season of record-breaking contracts for wide receivers. Three of the NFL's top young wide receivers are working for new contracts and are going to A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, and others are going to skip on-field workouts and push for new contracts. I think think stories like this make it more likely that teams are going to look to draft wide receivers in the first round. You want to get these guys on the rookie deals you don't want to pay wide receivers $25, $30 million a year. I think that's why the wide receiver position is going to be more valued in the first round of this draft. Plus, you have a lot of talented receivers. I think at least six go in the first round. I saw Wilson's prop uh, at one place here is 10 and a half. Garrett Wilson? Yeah. That's a tough one because I, I, I think he's going to go before that. I think the Jets. At 10? You know what? He'd be a great fit in the Falcons' offense too, and the Falcons oh, pick go, okay. number eight. Could, that's okay, right? Possibly. So right. I kind of like Garrett Wilson yep. to go uh, before that. But you know, then again, you got Drake London, Chris Olave, you've got uh, Jameson Williams, some really talent. There are six guys. I'm I feel really secure going to go in the first round in terms of wide receiver. Sure. Anyway, yeah. Friday night had a winner with the Braves Padres under eight and a half. That was a five to two final at Petco Park. I'm going to play the Hawks here, plus eight in game two tomorrow. Bet Rivers has got the eight right now. A couple books have eight. I think you'll see more eights pop up tomorrow. Not too many people are going to want to run to the window and uh, jump on the app and 
I bet the Hawks after what they saw in game one, but you and I talked about it was a really oh, negative scheduling spot. Absolutely. The worst. Friday night, and right. then you got to play the early game Sunday? You come back, Trey Young shoots 1 for 12, oh. 0 for 7 from 3. On the flip side, you've got P.J. Tucker and Duncan Robinson who hit 12 of 13 threes. Yep. The Heat shot lights out. I think you'll see some shooting regression from three. From the Heat, you're going to see a better game from Trey Young. And uh, hopefully the Hawks can hang in there and stay within eight. I don't think they can take this series too deep. They could probably win a game, maybe two at the most. But uh, game two is where I think you're going to see the Hawks and especially Trey Young bounce back and play a little bit better. In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern at BetRivers.com. So does this continue again in hockey? 22 favorites in a row. Uh, Vegas with a big game tonight against the Devils. Goal in the first 10 should cash. Uh, they're $3, but they are plus 150 to make the playoffs. They are four back of Nashville with six left. Nashville got destroyed mm-hmm. by St. Louis, who's hot. And I may, I would say take a flyer on the Blues with some futures. They're hot. But Nashville closes with Calgary, Tampa, Minnesota, Calgary, Colorado. My God. Vegas also has a head-to-head with Dallas coming up. Uh, they're four back of Dallas. They are three back of the Kings with one in hand. And the Kings, but the Kings have Anaheim twice, Chicago, Seattle, and they close with Vancouver. Vegas is up against it here. Yeah. I think I saw last night one mathematical model uh, gives Vegas a 40% chance to make the playoffs. Well, that's too high. Too high. Time running out on them. Tim Jenkins up next, QB trainer and film analyst. We'll get his thoughts on all the who, how many can go in the first round. Who does he like the most? And you won't believe his comments on Howell as well. Beast and follow the money, the sports betting network. The Sports Betting Network. Bet Rivers has the bases covered when it comes to early week betting fun. Today, make your perfect combination and try your hand at the new baseball same-game parlays. Then tomorrow, log into Bet Rivers, get a 20% profit boost to use on any baseball game. Log on to the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your baseball bets. This should be fun. I'm looking forward to this. Tim Jenkins, QB trainer and film analyst at T Jenkins Elite on Twitter. You can check out all his YouTube videos, like and subscribe uh, to those as well. He's mentored 15 NFL and CFL quarterbacks and over 75 college quarterbacks. And uh, he joins us now to talk about the draft and these quarterbacks specifically. Appreciate the time, sir. How many How many should it, or will go in the first round, in your opinion? Yeah, I think, uh, I think the safe bet is three. Right, if you're talking about what a lot of people are talking about, I think with the way the NFL values quarterback play and the fact that we don't have enough great ones, I think you could see four. I think the kid that could sneak into the first round that a lot of people uh, aren't really attributing that to would be Corral. I think when you turn on Corral's tape, I think he's the kind of kid that if you're a GM and you're an offensive coordinator who kind of looks at the game more in a, in a dynamic fashion and not necessarily, hey, stagnant from under center, but we're going to pop him back in the gun and we can utilize a lot of the stuff that this kid did at Old Miss. I think he's a kid that you could see sneak up late, and I think you could see him go to you know, a contender where they're like, okay, let's try to get back into the first or let's take him with our late pick and just stash this kid and see if he can turn into something. One of your videos is about the concerns. He's like an RPO wonder. And, uh, and what, what concerns do you have about Corral then and outside of the old Miss offense that, that put up so many yards and numbers? Yeah, so to me, I, I mean, I, I feel like you're going to fire me up right away. Corral's the kid <laughs> that I get real passionate about talking because huh. to me, he's the one who got, you know, we, we sit and we watch college game day, right? And people go on there and they say, these kids nowadays, they just don't love football. And it makes no sense because then this kid goes out competes his tail off in a meaningless bowl game gets hurt. And I don't hear a single NFL draft scout saying, well, the kid loves the game. Let's take him higher. So it's like, we have these like two yeah. narratives about these kids that it's just like super frustrating. Corral's the kid who I think got hurt the most by that, because I think 
you know, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, the senior bowl, everyone had a different QB one after that, right? Some people said Malik one, other guys were like Desmond Ritter. Then some people were like Carson strong looked great. Corral would have gone down there. And I think blown out the field. And then I think if he could have thrown at the combine, I think he would have looked different too. So to me, he's the kid that the biggest, when the biggest concern coming out of college is the kind of offense a kid ran, especially in this draft class, I feel like you've got to feel really good about what that kid can do in the NFL. Now, granted, you did not see him with a lot of run action stuff from under center where he's selling that hard play fake with, you know, not a secure protection because they're running more of the run play than the pass pro. So you didn't see that kind of stuff. And you did see an overwhelming amount of pretty, you know, easy RPO throws that I think any of us could make on our, you know, family Turkey bowl and aunt Judy's the nickel. But <laughs> I do think there's a lot of stuff that, that this kid can do at the next level that I think a lot of scouts and GMs are noticing on tape that maybe, you know, we're all not talking about. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, who might slip to the second round. I know a lot of people think that the uh, Seahawks might be interested in Matt Corral if they could get him early in the second round. I like all four quarterbacks here. I don't love any of these guys. I have concerns about them all, but you know, there's definitely some uh, some positive attributes to Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, and Matt Corral. All right, so if you're the Atlanta Falcons picking number eight, do you, who do you take, and how do you think the, the quarterbacks are going to unfold here in the first round of the draft if you're trying to bet this thing? Do the Falcons take a quarterback at eight? Which is the first team to jump at a quarterback, and who do you think should be the first quarterback off the board? Yeah, that's, I mean, you're just, those are some great questions. Here's what I'll tell you. If I'm, like, if I'm drafting at eight, the only kid I think you can justify taking is Malik Willis. Okay. I, I think he's the only kid that when you look at it and you go, man, in terms of a top 10 talent, this kid can develop into it. Now I wouldn't touch Malik Willis. Like I'm just being, I'm just being honest off the tape. There were too many misses and there were too many dynamic plays that came off of true quarterback power. Mm-hmm. Like Carson Wentz style at North Dakota state quarterback power. You know what I mean? And it's like, would you take Carson Wentz right now in the top 10? I, I don't think so. So to me, there's a lot of, he's the kid that I think will go first. I could see him going to Atlanta. I could see him going to Carolina. There's a, there's a couple, there's a, those would be the two that to me, I think you could see jump at Malik. You could see possibly Atlanta. If they feel like, man, we're not going to get him at eight. We got to trade up to six. I could see Atlanta being the team that jumps at Malik because I could see after trading Matt Ryan, you're trying to do something to invigorate that fan base. Like you can't, not address quarterback in a substantial way after you lost the guy who love him or hate him has been standing in there and just getting pounded and ripping dimes for the last decade. Right. So to me, you have to try to address that. And like, uh, I just, from a sheer tickets standpoint, like, I don't think you can say, Hey guys, we just dealt Matt Ryan because we're not feeling like he's executing and you know who we're going to roll out. Kenny Pickett? Like that's just not going to happen. And I just don't think that's, that's what you do. So to me, I think Atlanta is probably the one that I would say most like really has to address it from a fan perspective and from their roster. And I think Malik Willis is the kid that, uh, you know, I, I would take the, I would have the take of, I think a GM is going to make a mistake because I think he is so dynamic, but I just think there's a lot of things that need to be solved. And I don't think he, I don't think you want to be in a position where you have to play him early. Um, and I, and I do think that's, I don't think you want to be in a position to play any of these guys early, to be honest, but I do think Malik is one of those kids that, man, I would love to see him somewhere that he could develop for two years and then plug in because I think he's, if you could okay. get him on a roster and develop him, he could be special. And all the, the Falcons money. do have Marcus Mariota, so you don't yep. have to play him right away. Yep. For all the money, Paulie and yep. Matt Humans, Visa and the Sports Betting Network, Tim Jenkins, our guest, QB trainer and film analyst at T. Jenkins Elite on Twitter. How about the, the talent around him, the schedule? Uh, one of your videos, you break down the, the tape against Louisiana Monroe game, and maybe the thing that could hurt Willis, too, is when he played two ranked opponents, he had no touchdowns and five interceptions. Yeah, I think when you look at Malik, the, the, the trouble when you look at Malik is, it, one, that offense, right? It's hard to really look at and say, oh, wow, I see exactly, you know, I see the deep overs, and I see those big posts, and I see the comebacks. You don't see a lot of those NFL throws. You can see his NFL arm ability, but I think when you – 
you know, it's hard for me because I, I, there's so many takes about him. Like I was hearing another guy say like, he's Michael Vick again. I'm like, dude, if you put Michael Vick from Virginia tech on Liberty, they don't lose the old Miss, Right. So we just need to like change the expectation on this kid. But I do think like, listen, I think if you're betting on Malik Willis, in my opinion, what you're betting on is he has great gifts and you're betting on the kind of dude he is because by all accounts, no one has met him and been like, this kid's going to be a problem. Everyone who's met him says he's a dynamic. He's charismatic. He's a good leader. He's going to work his tail off. And that's what you're ultimately betting on with NFL quarterbacks. Like to me, the whole ceiling conversation, right? I just think is tired. Like when, when Tom Brady was coming out, did any of us say, Hey, his ceiling is to be the greatest of all time. No. Right. He was like this skinny kid from Michigan who we were hoping could make a roster. Mm -hmm. So if, if he can go and be the greatest of all time, like it really, what you're betting on is if these kids are going to work. And I think Malik, if you're really going to go and take him, I think the conversation around him is that, you know, your all these reports are true and that he's going to come in and work his tail off. And then that is someone you could bet on. Uh, two minutes before we have to break a NFL scout said, if Jordan love came out this year, he would go ahead of all these guys. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. Yes, I agree in the premise of what Jordan love was coming out of college. You would take, um, but I think there's so many guys that you could point to and say, man, if this guy was coming out, like, you know, I, this is a guy who's like, his stock is completely tanked right now. But I think drew Locke, if he was coming out, you could make an argument for, where he would fit in with these top guys. So, yeah, I definitely think it's one of those classes that is perceived as weaker, but I also would, would caveat that with, you know, who was the best rookie quarterback last year in everyone's, you know, opinion. Like when you really look at it, you could make the argument for who, in my opinion, is Davis Mills. So if Davis Mills was the best guy last year, arguably in his limited start, yeah, I, I think there's a way in which you can say, listen, now maybe it's not as strong as we thought Trevor Lawrence and all these guys were, but at the same time, you know, Davis Mills turned into a pretty darn good pro. <laughs> yes. We'll talk to Tim Jenkins uh, on the other side. We'll get into Pickett, more on Ritter, the accuracy issues, uh, wh where these guys could land, what would Seattle think about a quarterback and who they could go with there as well. And you won't believe his comments about Howell, Sam Howell as well. We'll get to all that coming up. Tim Jenkins, QB trainer and film analyst, national director of Jenkins Elite Training, mentored 15 NFL and CFL quarterbacks and over 75 NC2A quarterbacks as well. You can like and subscribe to his videos on YouTube as well. So this is fun discussion here about the guy who studies all these quarterbacks. And we'll get to, we've touched on two of them. We'll do the other three quarterbacks and get his thoughts about where they could land and will they have successful NFL careers on the other side. It's Visa and Follow the Money. The Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Back at it, Paulie, Matt Humans. Follow the money, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Tim Jenkins, another go-around QB trainer and film analyst at T. Jenkins Elite and uh, more quarterback talk. So you got into this with one of your videos again, but Pickett did play Howell in a high-scoring game, of course, that was good and bag in a mixed bag. Your thoughts on Pickett and then maybe possible landing spots. Could he go to New Orleans? Could he go to the Steelers? What are your thoughts on him, please? Yeah, Pickett's an interesting one because Pickett's one of those guys that uh, what we've been sold about him is that he doesn't have a strong arm and he doesn't have all these these things, right, that you need to be to be an elite quarterback. But when you turn on his tape, he actually has a, uh, to me, he's got a pretty decent little, uh, right? He can drive the ball down the field on the post. He can kind of drive that big in route. So he does. he did a really good job against North Carolina. Here's what I'll say about Pickett and a potential landing spot is you guys brought it up in between segments which is the Saints, right? If, if that offense stays the same in terms of what they were able to do with Breeze later in his career, the Saints could be a really good landing spot for a guy like Kenny Pickett who has enough arm strength to be, to be great in the NFL, right? I'm not saying he's going to be great, but he has enough arm strength to kind of get through that floor that you need, hey, the bare minimum to be able to make all the throws. And that Saints offense is kind of tailored to a guy um, who's more in tune with his timing rather than like, hey, I'm going to drive this thing late. Okay. That's interesting how things might change with yeah. New Orleans with Sean Payton out of the picture, yes. too, but it looks like the Saints are in play for a quarterback, possibly. Number 16. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think what you brought up is a great point about Sean Payton leaving. I do think whoever they, you know, whoever in, is in terms of like, I'm going to design this offense. I think it'd be a mistake to go all the way away from it because your roster's already built around a certain mm-hmm. time. So I do right. think there will be some, some similarities. Now, of course the new guy will have his twist on it, but I do think there'll be some similarities in, in kind of, you know, who's running what routes and what routes are, are going to be featured throughout that playbook. Sam Howell is meeting with Carolina today. And you saw a, a polished quarterback. I know it got off to a, a bad start against Virginia Tech with the Heisman campaign, and they had a disappointing season. How about Howell maybe in the first round and his chance to be a, a good pro? Yeah, Howell's the kid that, man, when you turn on his tape, you get how people fall in love with him because he, you know, he, he's running his, his tail off. He's getting hit. He's doing all this stuff. So you totally, you're like, hey, I, I get how people can love him. I just, I'm not one of those guys. <laughs> I got to be honest. I, uh, I think he's a great kid, but he just plays. He plays to me just like he's fire drilling his office for no reason, right? He's like the boss who's going to fire drill you once a week and make sure you know exactly where to go and there's never going to be a fire. He's just running out of the pocket. He's doing some crazy stuff for no reason. It honestly reminds me of Manziel at A&M because mm. Johnny would do some similar things where it was like, I don't know if you guys remember the Duke game where he runs and then jumps and lands on the back of his right guard and then spins out and throws. And everyone goes, man, he's going to be a heck of a pro. And I just don't, <laughs> like, I don't think those two things add up. Like I haven't seen, you know, Matt Ryan piggyback his right guard in a while. So I, to me, it's just one of those things that, that I just don't see. Um, I'm not as big of a Hal okay. fan. I do think he's a polished kid. I think he's got great footwork and go through the progression, but I'm just not sold on Hal. A lot of steam on Ritter now, and maybe get in the, in the first round and maybe even top 15. How about the accuracy issues, and what do you think of Ritter? Yeah, Ritter to me, Ritter's an interesting one because when you look at his film, you can see how he does with what we call PSL plays, which are pre- and post-snap looks, meaning, hey, if it's cover two, we're going to work you know, the left side, or if it's cover three, we're going to work the right side. That's like a very simplified version of it. But he's really good with PSLs. 
he's really good with pure progressions where it, you know, Hey, no matter what the coverage is, we're reading this guy first, this guy second, this guy third. So that's where he's good. What I'll tell you, my worry with him is, is he has some real accuracy issues when you turn on the film in terms of like, it's not a little miss, right? It's a big miss, but there's also not like clear biomechanic or footwork issues as to why he's missing. So to me, he's like the buddy you have whose golf swing looks smooth, but for some reason that mm. thing just takes off. Right. I, you, you, you know, where it's like, Hey, I can't really, address, I have no idea why you're doing it, but listen, man, it's just not, you know, turning out well. He's that friend, and unfortunately, he's that friend, and it's not like a you know hundred dollar whole skins game. It's the NFL, so I think there's uh, some real worries with him from that standpoint. If as a coach and a scout and a GM, you've identified like, listen, we feel like his misses stem from you know his heel alignment or the or the you know backswing of his arm. If that's what you feel like, I could easily see him going in the top fifteen internally. For me, I was having a hard time when I was looking at the film, really identifying the issue, but we were still missing. So to me, that's kind of the red flag. I think when you're looking at him, but I, I could easily see how people could sell him, you know, how they could sell themselves on him and who he could be as a pro. If he had to bet on it, who's going to be the best pro? Matt Corral. And I don't even think for me, it's okay. It's close. And the kid who I honestly think has a chance to be second is Carson strong. Wow. Especially with seeing how Mac Jones did in new England. Cause to me, Carson strong is Mac Jones without the fully developed football IQ that you get from playing at Alabama, but a stronger arm. So if you think, Hey, Matt, Mac Jones is going to go ahead and be a player in the league. I think there's a real argument for if someone designed a system for strong to where he didn't have to be, you know, mobile in the boot action and all those different things. I think he's a kid who could be the dark horse that, you know, we all, a lot of people take shots at, during the pre-draft process like Davis Mills and then goes in there and, and is a you know pretty decent rookie if he has to play. I like to hear you say yeah. that. I've been touting wow. Carson Strong for the past two years after watching him in Nevada. I think he could be, uh, I don't want to say a steal. I think that's uh, overused, but he could be a, a really good third-round pick for somebody. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I think if he's a kid who's still sitting there in the second or third round, yeah. And you're somewhere like the Titans, maybe, where you've got a guy in Tannehill, but you say, you know what, maybe we need to stash a guy and really develop him. I think Strong, you know, to me, makes a ton of sense. This was fun, Tim. Enjoyed your videos, and thanks for getting up early. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me. You got it. Tim Jenkins. Like, subscribe, watch his videos on YouTube, and uh, QB trainer and film analyst. Who maybe second round was Strong. Who knows? Maybe he gets up there. I mean, he could go second round. That's possible. Uh, That's that was a fun discussion here. So he loves Corral, and then also high on Strong, and then what he thought of the the other quarterbacks and um, good stuff there tonight in the NBA triple header. We start with the early game. Sixers lane seven. Barnes doubtful. Uh, You're probably not going to have Trent either. So significant guys out. uh, Significant injuries issues they're dealing with in Toronto. What a performance by Maxi in the first game. And Beat scores 19, and they crush him mm-hmm. because uh, Harris played well and Maxi had 38. Hard to make a case for Toronto. Uh, we'll see if they can get back in the series, though, especially with no Fiebel when, sh- when the scene shifts to Toronto. I, and I'll tell you, I mean, there's six so far. Favorites are 13-1 and one straight, up counting the play-in games. And we're at 10-4 uh, and four with the, uh, to the under, counting the play-in games. But six of these eight series, it's very hard to make a case for the dog. You know, you think Atlanta gets back in the series and can make it competitive in game two? Uh, that way they were blown out against Miami. Miami's defense was awesome and all over Trey Young. Can't, obviously, the Pelicans is a complete mismatch against Phoenix. Chicago was lost 17 of 18 against uh, Milwaukee. Ridiculous. That was close, but that right. That's not going to happen. That's a gentleman's sweep. I can't make a case for Denver either. That's, that's the late game tonight. Because with everything, the Warriors had a good regular season, but they had all these guys that were out. And these these stats that, I mean, you said the thing Friday that Curry, Thompson, and Green only played in 11 minutes together. When Clay, Curry, and Poole are on the floor this season, 129 minutes, they were plus 96. And then in game one, you had Steph, Clay, and Poole. Steph, Clay, Poole, Green, and Wiggins. They were on the floor together for five minutes, yet outscored Denver by 14 mm-hmm. points. 
So with no with Joker not having any help here, and I can't get anything out of Aaron Gordon. I mean, can I really count on Barton again? I mean, it's just. But I'm not saying Poole is going to go for thirty, but the Warriors have too much firepower and too much talent. I I can't. That's Denver dis- can get a game at best now. That's the disappointing thing about it. the Nuggets yeah. of full strength. This would be a hell of a series. Oh sure. The Raptors, yes. if they didn't have injuries, Raptors would push the uh, Sixers yeah. for sure. But uh, these series have been weakened uh, by those uh, issues. You know, to close it out here. We're in the last minute. Yeah. The more I look at this quarterback class, okay, in this draft next week, it's going to be April twenty eighth, the first round in Vegas. Talking about Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter. Matt Corral, and there's a prop up in town at one book, three and a half. You could play, you could bet the under three and a half a watt price, minus 170. That's what it was yesterday. I think it would be insane for four quarterbacks to go in the first round. Willis, Pickett, Ritter, Corral. That would be insanity for four of those guys to go in the first I round. I think it can happen. It should not happen. <laughs> it should not happen. Oh, yeah. it should, no, it shouldn't yeah. happen. I know, but no. they lose their minds every April. Everyone reaches. Oh yeah, I think the what's the most ridiculous? I think it's Ritter, the accuracy issues. But that's uh, yeah, I think you'll see. You can see for it. Thanks, Matt. Mitch back tomorrow. Good luck out there. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.